sex talk. Derek and Miley. Cause sexuality is tough. And okay, sexist isn't good enough. No. Sex talk with Derek and Miley. Hey folks, welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Erica Miley here. So glad to be with you all today. I am recording part two of my series about relationship killers. The things that we know from research, we know from, I mean, anecdotally, really, as therapists, we know what is kind of killing our relationships and making things harder and when I talk about relationship killers, I kind of want to talk about this first. I want to make sure that I kind of address this part, that there is a ratio here that we're looking for. So Dr. John Gottman, I know I've mentioned him a lot on this podcast, but he's kind of our go-to relationship researcher as he's discovered lots of things from interviewing and watching lots of couples. So one of the things he talks about is the magic ratio, which is five to one, five positive interactions to one negative interaction. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that you are shooting for that for the day, like, and you have to be perfect at it. No, 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 not at all. So what you're shooting for is throughout the day, you might go five to one, eight to one, two to eight. (laughs) The ratio is going to change all day long. It's just aiming for more positive interactions to lower numbers and negative interactions. And these negative interactions, he has his wonderful, like, dramatic sounding, he calls them the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Very biblical sounding. (laughs) When in reality, what he's trying to describe in these four different types of communication and negative communication killers is that these are the biggest impact. These types of negative interactions have the biggest impact and the biggest are the biggest predictors of relationship failure. So I really want to go at each one of these individually. That's why I really wanted to do a series. So the first episode that I released was all about contempt because it is probably the biggest predictor of a relationship ending because it really is that that sarcasm, the eye roll that I really don't care about your opinion on whatever you're fighting about. Today's episode is about criticism. Criticism is different in that usually this is based on a specific behavior. So they criticize a specific behavior that maybe attacks the character of a person, or it can be even less innocuous than that. So I'll give you a couple minor examples of this. Why do you always leave the underwear on the floor? Always. Why do you never pick up after yourself? I tried to give you two clear examples that also contain the language that often follows criticism, which is language that creates a black and white. So like a backs a person into a corner. Language that says, oh, I can't get out of this. Makes the person feel defensive immediately because how do you argue with always or never? 
it's a very difficult thing to argue with because it doesn't give you any other flexibility of an answer. (laughs) So back to the underwear. (laughs) This example in particular I'm using because oftentimes we fight about, big surprise, nothing. We fight about these small things like the underwear, the dishes, the leaving the keys somewhere, (laughs) you know, like we, or knocking over something or making a mess or we mostly fight about nothing, even though many of our issues come from some of the other resentments that we have that we're not, we're not willing to talk about at the time. Criticism can also sound like really criticizing someone's behavior. Like, say you're out with someone and you are on a date or you're out at a restaurant and you criticize what or how that person is eating or you ask them to take their elbows off the table or whatever the case may be, that criticism is judging a specific behavior, and has that kind of underlying tone of voice of attacking the character of a person. I hope that makes sense because criticism, we all do this. That's the other part of this that I want everyone to understand is that many of these negative behaviors we all do, and we do them not only with our partners. We do this with our coworkers. We do this with our friends. We do this in lots of different kinds of relationships. And the result is pretty much the same. We don't like when we're criticized and we don't respond very well to it. Oftentimes when we hit the barrier of criticism, we shut down. We don't hear anything after the criticism. That's part of the reason why political debates on Facebook don't work. (laughs) Because it is about criticism and being critical of one side, being critical of the other. We're not listening to one another. We're not hearing what the other person has to say. We've shut off our ears and are looking to win rather than understand. And I think that's an important point to make here, especially for Romantic partners, oftentimes in fights or conflicts, we will do things to win rather than try to reach compromise could be a word for it. But more than anything, it's putting the relationship and the importance of the relationship before the importance of winning This is a hard thing to do. (laughs) What I'm saying is very difficult to do to slow yourself down, to be able to not focus on trying to get your point across to win. So one of the things that I know I've talked about on this podcast, but I encourage my my couples to do all the time is to take that 20-minute break because you do need it physiologically. You absolutely need it to walk away for 20 minutes, do not pursue each other, and give your physical body time to calm down. Then come back to the conversation and put the relationship first while you're trying to repair saying, okay, I'm going to take responsibility for my end, and I'm also going to express to you how I feel. I hope that makes it a little clearer. Now, that being said, I want to talk specifically about the antidote to criticism. So criticism, one of the things that you can do to really kind of put a pin in it, or to almost like, you know, let air out of that balloon, 
is to complain without blaming the other person, if that can make sense. Now, what that can look like is, I'll give you a specific example. You always talk about yourself. You're so selfish. So you notice that black and white word, always, right? And then the last part of it is commenting on that person's character, right? So the antidote might sound like, you know what? I'm feeling left out by our talk tonight. Can we please talk about my day? That is different. It allows flexibility from, especially when you're using that language that paints a person into a corner. So if you're able to say, I feel this by this, can we please blank? Whatever the topic is, you can do a lot of repair just in how you are asking to be heard. One of the ways that often gets couples into trouble is that expectation that the other person can read your mind or that they should be reading your mind, that they should just understand that this is what I meant. Here's the deal, though. We don't live in each other's heads. And our perspective is built from years and years from before this relationship, from other relationships, but also how we were raised. All of that impacts how we communicate with our partners, how we communicate with our friends, and how we communicate with like coworkers and bosses. All of that led up to your perspective today. It is not possible for your partner to know your perspective without you letting them know it. So again, the antidote is, I feel blank. When this happens, can we please blank? So I hope that makes it more clear in how you can tackle criticism. This podcast, of course, you know, sex talk with Eric Money about, about sex. But here's the deal. I want you to have great sex, but I also want you to be able to have the relationship that can support great sex. And these are those, those relationship killers are the things that really inhibit us from being intimate with our partner. Because when we get on the defense, we don't want to have sex. <laughs> We want to run away. We want to we want to get angry or we want to feel powerful. We want to solve the problem. We want to fix it. We're not engaging with our partner in an intimate level and letting them know our feelings. So, if you have any questions about criticism or contempt like the previous episode in the series, please drop me an email erica at ericamiley.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, Patreon news good information for you to have. So our Patreon is live. I have lots of fun benefits for all of you, for those of you who decide that, oh, I listen to this podcast all the time. I want to kick her a little bit of something to make sure that I can keep creating this content, which I probably would do anyway, but <laughs> it would sure make our lives easier. And I want to bring you some really cool guests and I want to continue to give you as much value as I possibly can. So that brings us to the end of the episode today. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking around to the end. And I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening, folks. Please rate and review on iTunes. It helps this podcast get found. If you leave a five-star review, let me know about it on any social media. 
and I'll shout you out on the podcast. You can find my website at ericamiley.com. You can find me on Facebook, the gram, and Twitter. See y'all next time.